With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, Marlins fans, and welcome to this edition of Big Fish Small Pod for Thursday, July 15th, 2021. And if you are new to the Small Pod, he would like to give you all the information about the Marlins for that particular day all season long. And what an all-star week we had. Starting off from the Features game with Jake Eater and Max Meyer showing their potential in front of the, the national stage. Then we got to see that same day, the first round of the MLB draft, where Marlins probably got the best pick in all the entire first round. And Khalil Watson, the shortstop, just picking him was just an incredible decision. And it's something that hopefully the Marlins can, can make a move on uh, on signing Khalil Watson. I think he will sign. You know, Derek Jeter calls you up, offers you, you know, a couple million dollars, says, I want you on the team. You just have to take that. And also, you know, the Marlins had one of the best drafts in all of baseball, including one of my favorite players. They took Tanner Allen from Mississippi State. And after that, we got to see the home run derby where we saw a back-to-back winner in Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso just destroyed the competition almost throughout the entire derby, including a 35-home run performance. We got to see Trey Mancini just have an incredible derby with his inspirational story. and such a great player, such a great person. We also got to see the longest home run in competition history from Juan Soto, 520 feet, back-to-back champion, but later, we got to see the All-Star Game. The, the event that, that the whole week is based off. And we got to see Trevor Rogers pitch in an All-Star Game. Which almost brought a tear to my eyes. Seeing Trevor Rogers pitch. One of the best players the Marlins have currently at the moment. Is most likely the front runner for NL Rookie of the Year. And is having one of the best seasons by a Marlins pitcher ever. Including just... A pitcher who's just still a rookie. It's just really incredible to see. From the Miami Marlins, Trevor Rogers. And later on that All-Star game, or I should say before, saw a monster home run from ultimately the MVP of that game, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Just really incredible. We got to see father-son home run, Vlad Sr. 06, Vlad Jr. The other day, Barry, Bobby Bonds, Ken Griffey Sr. and Jr. But... For the Marlins, Miami will be back in action tomorrow as they will have a doubleheader. Yes, two games, one day versus division rival the Phillies, where one of the matchups will feature Sandy Alcantara, who will face the Phillies for a third time this year. And one of those performances from Sandy against the Phillies was just a really good performance where he had eight innings. Yes, he pitched eight innings, only gave up two earned runs in that game, and it was on May 25th, which, you know, Sandy has really been good this season so far against the Phillies, and 
if he'd had eight innings one game and double headers are seven innings, we could potentially see Sandy have another complete game, especially against the Phillies, seven innings fresh out of the all-star break. Sandy's going to look like he wants to go off. And for Miami, they will need, not have, they need to win both of these games if they want to just try to reach the playoffs. And, and they do win both of these games, they will eclipse 40 wins and be nine games under 500 and hopefully reach one step closer to a potential playoff berth. Big Fish Small Pod is brought to you by 305 Candles. Get 10% off your entire order at 305candles.com with discount code FISHSTRIPES. It all starts versus the Phillies. And in hopes of that, the last time we saw the Marlins was a record-breaking start by Pablo Lopez striking out not one, not two, not three, not four, nine batters. The first nine batters, the entire order, he struck out. Never before seen since you go back to the 1800s. But that start, last time Apollo, he won 7-4 against the Braves right before the All-Star break. But the one thing to look at is the trade deadline is vastly approaching. And to see if Miami will be buyers or sellers. If Miami can win 9, 10, 11 games before the next 14, which is deadline, Miami could be buyers. They could get a deal in, in hopes of making the, the playoffs. But if not, the Marlins could make some trades. Maybe before, like I said, make let go of some prospects and hopes for a playoff push. But ultimately, the most likely option is that Miami falls behind, maybe loses a couple games. In that case, some veterans are or probably will be traded, such as Jesus Aguilar, Miguel Rojas, who says he wants to stay in Miami, but if he has to leave, that that he'll he'll accept it if it means for this organization to get better. And it doesn't get any better than Miguel Rojas, one of the best players the Marlins have had, and just one of the best leaders. And I'm pretty sure that's what most teams want him for, for those two things, for his not just play in on the diamond, but just outside of it, just his ability to be a leader in the clubhouse. And lastly, Garrett Cooper is another person who potentially could be traded if the Marlins do fall towards the deadline. Still are 10 games behind. And he looks like a definite top target for the other teams. Just because, you know, in July, he was hitting 429 in an OPS of 1.353. Yes, an OPS over 1.3. Before you go, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to wherever you get the small pod. And do remember this, always go fish.